0: Previously on the Simply Human Podcast.
1: I um, did my internships overseas in China, in Sri Lanka, in India, and in the Netherlands, basically in Europe. And I was there to study all the different forms of medicine because I just figured that since conventional medicine, the best form of medicine supposedly in the world, couldn't get me better, that there had to be another way to finally heal my body. And by traveling around, by studying, by reading thousands of books, by you know really understanding under certain mentors... That there's always a way in order to heal the body if you continue to ask why. Why it developed
0: there in the first place.
2: It's episode 189 of the Simple Humans Podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick. Two human beings being humans. Our goal is to help you understand how...
1: You said being humans?
2: This echo. is really bothering me.
1: Okay, Mark, here's an echo in the line. And it, you
2: can hear it on the show. Like, I listen to the show, and it's very distracting, and there's nothing I can do about it. Except, like, email Skype. Oh, well. Dear Skype. <laughs> you suck. a
1: human, being, bing, human. Bing,
2: bing, human. <laughs> Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today on today's show. We are excited to be working with Dr. Z. And Rick, I'm going to say his full name in a second. I want you to tell me what it reminds you of. He is a top health researcher, entrepreneur, and founder of the Essential Oils Revolution Summits that have reached 300,000 people across the globe. His new book is number one bestseller, The Healing Power of Essential Oils, Soothe Inflammation, Boost Mood, Prevent Autoimmunity, and Feel Great in Every Way. Dr. Z, his name is... Eric Zelinski <laughs> What does that okay, remind you of? So
1: I played in a hockey, uh, long story. I played in a hockey game on Saturday night, and a guy got absolutely drilled in the balls with a slap shot oh. and collapsed, and we had to get a whistle. And after the game, I was like, hey, uh, ice, the, ice the boys on me. Love Z. <laughs> uh, no one got the joke, but it was uh, – I get your reference. It's uh, from the Zelinsky, Mister yep. Zelinsky, from Tommy Boy, Tommy Boy, where the guy gets hit in the balls with uh,
2: uh, a. <laughs> it's like a it's a sandbag.
1: Yeah, okay. a sandbag. Uh, who's the actor?
2: It's Rob Lowe.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Rob yeah. Lowe gets hit in the balls with a sandbag, and he's like, "Ice the boys on me," or Wait, ice like, the boys he, "No, he's like, he, on he's on like, or, get
2: get him a hotel room, <laughs> send him a glass sh- or a bottle of champagne, tell him to put the ice on his marbles or something." <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yes, as, that's what I thought of when you, when uh, earlier today you sent me. Oh, uh, oh,
2: you already sh- saw the Zelensky. I thought that was a surprise.
1: No, no, it, it wasn't a surprise. Oh. I was doing my research as a oh. professional, of course, uh, broadcaster would do. But yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, and the other thing is uh, Ray <laughs> Zelensky. He goes, he yeah, has really weird hair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: This, this Zelensky spelled a different fact. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I uh I watched that I watched that Tommy oh, <laughs> Boy. First time Jen has ever seen it. And she had a very bad what? experience. What? I know. What? It was like a few weekends ago and it was a very bad experience for her because I just quoted the whole thing and she like and I would say the line before they would say it and she was <laughs> like Hey,
1: Mark Rogers ruined something for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it.
2: Shut up. Okay, I have two things I wanna say. I wanna say that this show is brought to you by what? One up this.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, who will be crowned the one-upper? The game. They gave us a free uh, part of their game. And here's the rules.
1: Okay.
2: Players vote for the best true story on each topic. Only one will be crowned the one-upper. Jen just walked by and squeezed my bottom. <laughs> it's that the, it's, is a true tale. That's a true story. And I will say that the game is only $21. Go to our show notes. Go to Facebook and just put in one up this. Game mm-hmm. and it will come up and you click on the link and you go and you and you can buy it. It's like tax and everything. It's like twenty one dollars. Okay, so they was, gave us a free one.
1: Fun, like adult. Uh, you know, kids have gone to bed. Let's uh have some adult beverages. Yeah. like it seems like a very fun game. That that, that
2: we played it this weekend with with some college kids and it was great. Like, really? Yeah, it yeah. was awesome. awesome. So, so I will, bought it. I will, so well, they gave it. They, I bought it and they reimbursed me. Really, and so they okay, have. We'll it pick was you one up this. Yeah, it was a twenty-one dollar okay. value. So they have paid, in essence, paid us twenty-one more dollars than Health IQ ever did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Screw you, Health IQ. <laughs> go to uh, go to any other language company <laughs> <laughs> Oh
2: man, so so we're gonna play very quickly. Um, do do you, you have the game? Yeah, you can. Yes, you can, I have it in front of me. But I, I have two cards here you can choose from. <laughs> We actually played it in my, in my, like, work staff meeting on Friday. And we, this, is the, this, is, this is what we – well, we just – we didn't, like, actually play, like, for real. We just, like, drew a card and told stories about this card. So the one we told was tell a story involving an offensive odor, which was really funny.
1: <laughs> and Mark won. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, I win all of them. I have a story for all the cards. Or tell about your own dumb blonde moment. Is that offensive? I don't, I don't think it's
1: offensive. I yeah, I don't think so. No, no, no. You're, we're good. Not, no, no, no. No Jen, Jen
2: said that's a generalization. But it, it doesn't say it, it, a blonde could be a guy. It's just a blonde hair color. It's not sex.
1: Let her talk. Let her talk.
2: Yeah, most idiotic moment of your life. Of your
1: life. Oh, that's a long story for Mark. <laughs> what, what is your most idiotic moment? I have to know. Well,
2: <laughs> do okay. Do you want me to tell that one? I have a good story on both of these. Go watch it. I
1: love having Jen.
2: Uh, it's, fine. it's fine. Just yeah, she wants to watch Greys and I have the Alabama game on pause. Right. Um, I'm gonna tell. You want me to tell?
1: Uh, 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 the Alabama game, yeah. Mark. Yeah. The, the Stars are playing the Blue Jackets in Dallas.
2: Shut up. Um, which one do you want me to tell? Me? No. Which one do you want me to tell? Idiotic moment or offensive odor? And then you're going to tell me.
1: Offensive odor. That's going to be a way funnier story. Okay.
2: Well, they're both pretty funny. So this is. I was. Uh, <laughs> went, I went to gin went with Jen on, she like spoke at some conference in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I mean, Halen is like nine now, our oldest daughter. She was like a year and a half at the time. I was working on my masters of business bragging montage. And in the hotel, we were on like the third floor or something of this like six or seven story hotel. And we, like, you know, when you're traveling, it's your first baby. You're all in one room. It's crazy. So, like, we would put Halen down. And then it's, like, you can't, like, watch TV. You're, like, be up in the room because you have a baby. So, Jen would go to bed. And I would go out into the hallway. We were there for, like, three nights. And I would, like, work on my master's, like just, like, sitting up against the wall out in the hallway. Right? And I don't know what happened. But I had some furious... Gas. I don't know if I've ever told this story on the podcast, which is amazing that I haven't I told the yeah. story. And I'm like out there ripping, and it's like the ones that like go, <laughs> they go, <laughs> and they're like they're like hot on, t- on your butt, so hot. butt. Yeah,
1: I was just about to say they come out so. <laughs> red hot and you're like oh that's not gonna be good
2: (laughs) and then i mean it's like almost like to the point where like normally you like the smell of your own farts this is like Uh, uh, what what this is almost like like too much like i can't i can't even stand this and and i'm releasing these guys like every i don't know 10 minutes or so and it's probably around midnight and there's nobody in the hallway and I'm about. I'm like three. I'm like the third door from the end of the hallway, like to, to like the outside, right? So like the elevators are like in the middle of the hallway. I'm like way far away from the elevators, almost at the end of the hall. And I'm out there, and I let out one of these. And as <laughs> and as soon as I re, it, like the airflow is stops, I hear sure. ding,
1: <laughs>
2: like the elevator. <laughs> And my first thought is like, okay, don't panic. Like, there's a 50-50 chance that they're going to, like, turn and go the out other way. way
1: down the hall. Yeah. yeah of course
2: not. And, like, like, they may not even walk towards me. They probably will just turn and walk the other way. It's, so, it's like, I just kind of sat there and waited. Well, this, like, mom and, like, two teenage girls come walking out of the elevator and, of course, start walking towards me.
1: <laughs>
2: and, I mean, it is, like, it is, like, like, violent the smell right i mean it is terrible
1: <laughs> we're talking like a, like a rotting corpse yes
2: and they're walking towards me and what am i thinking i'm like okay don't panic it's so fun. you don't have to get up and like run into the stairwell like like they're gonna there's like 20 rooms between me and them they're gonna stop at one of these rooms and just go in and it'll be no big deal and i'm just gonna i'm nonchalant just reading my book or doing whatever i was doing Well, of course, and it all happens within you know how long does it take to walk down a hall? Of course, they just keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, and as soon as like they get to me, I kind of move my legs back so you know they can walk by. And like one of the girls was just like, "Oh my god!" Just like made this noise and like like started like going, "Oh, what is that?" And it's like, it's like oh
1: there's something outside, I don't know what it is well, it's like, like they they trapped a dead squirrel yeah. in the but uh, out here, and that's spelled well, bad. and like
2: they walk past me, and like the mom obviously know what ha- knows what's happened is that the man in the hallway has defiled himself,
1: whooo himself,
2: yeah. And but she, I don't think she realized it. And then so like I'm just sitting there all sheepishly, like of co- like oh sorry guys. And like they go into their room, like they I just hear them giggling and laughing and like, oh, like the whole time. And I'm just out there just like with my head hung, just like you idiot. That's my story.
1: Well done. Thank so you. my story is this. So when you're a teenage boy, uh, and you're uh, with lower. other boys. What? The goal is to, uh, sometimes, uh, fart in the other one's face. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. And, uh, Jackson, who has been mentioned prominently on this podcast, who does not listen at all, who will never hear this, he was staying at my house. I don't remember what we were doing. We were watching, like, David Letterman or something, and I feigned, like, oh, I need to go pick up the remote, and... I'm not sure how oh, this went out. I think
2: I was there. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, I there or did, no, I, or did
1: I I don't know if you were there. Uh, I don't think you were there. Or but if I've just heard
2: I, this story just, so many story times that bad. I feel yeah, like I was so, there. Was but there. like
1: I guess he wasn't paying attention and my oh. God, I'm 38 years old I'm about to tell the story. My the sides of my rear end cheeks split his nose at the exact moment <sighs> that I uh, released it in his (laughs) in his face and it was not good we'd been eating pizza all night and it was it was not good and i I thought he was going to legitimately throw up his reaction afterwards
2: Man, I, well, like I, I feel like I was there because of how many times, like we, like he told you me that story. Heard this
1: story fifty times, and how to, like, he said, <laughs>
2: like, if I, if we called Jackson and didn't tell him what we were talking about, and just said, "What's the worst smell you've ever smelled?" I know I, I would bet a thousand dollars.
1: Right now, I'm gonna text him with you and okay. and ask him, and we'll see if we can get a say, reaction. Uh, we might not by the end of the show because he's terrible <laughs> responding.
2: Well, say well, we're 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 trying to settle a bet. What's the worst smell you've ever smelled? Smell. <laughs> no.
1: Okay, I'm setting this right now. What's the worst smell you (laughs) have ever smelled in your life? Okay, text is away. You've received it. it. Mark has received it. it. Jackson has received it, so we'll see.
2: Okay, while we're waiting for Dr. Z, Z. I have one of the things. Where do you stand on scary movies? (laughs)
1: See, I don't – it's hard for me to suspend my disbelief on most of them, and I think that's a – a like a coping mechanism. Like if I – oh my god,
0: he's going to come get
1: him. Oh my god. Then I'm going to get super scared. But like part of me is like, it's not real. It's not real. That's not real. It's okay. It's not real. And so it's hard for me to – like I don't really get into scary movies to be honest Okay. With you. Besides the ring that one time the you watched.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, like, so are, if there's great. a good scary movie, are you opposed to watching it? What? Are you, like, opposed to watching, like, a good scary movie? movie? Uh, no, no, no. So there's a Netflix series, Haunting at Hill House. Okay. And it is fantastic. I wish you would read it. I mean, I wish you would watch it. Watch it? Okay. Will you watch it? Maybe. And then we can talk about it. Talk about it. Because okay, sure it's because it's great, and I just yeah. finished it, the the book, and the book is so much different than either movie, and the book is so incredibly good. If you haven't ever read it, read it. I just started reading *Lord of the Flies* again. Did you have to read that in high school?
1: I did, and I didn't actually read it. I read uh, the Cliff's Notes and cheat. Oh, so I didn't Rick, actually read the
0: book. Rick, uh, no. the I know. I have a goal. I have a goal. English oh, sorry, book go
1: that I actually read uh was to kill a mockingbird
0: okay
2: my oh here he responded
1: uh oh hang on hang on hang on
2: hang on oh my gosh <laughs> read read it verbatim
1: <laughs> from jackson <laughs> quote <laughs> <laughs> your rotten egg fart in your parents' house when we were
2: in high school. Hold on. Hey, you cut out on the <laughs> last part. <laughs> or were you just <laughs> laughing? Oh,
1: your rotten egg fart in your parents' house when we were in the high school when we were in high school on the <laughs> fold out <cast. laughs>
2: <laughs> Dang, I would've I would have just won a thousand dollars. Oh
1: <laughs> man, it was and I don't I didn't, at that point, I didn't really eat eggs, but, man, it was absolutely ap- There was some egg sulfur bark. going on. And <laughs> it was like,
2: <laughs> Oh, man. I,
1: like, my cheeks were touching his, oh. his cheeks. It was perfect timing. <laughs> like, there's no way for him
2: to... That, is, that brings the new meaning to the phrase, <laughs> dancing cheek to cheek. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can't believe he responded within 4 days.
2: It <laughs> <laughs> was exactly what we said he would respond. Oh. That's oh, funny. Oh, that's good gosh. stuff. All right, hey, uh Dr. Z is ready for us. So let me um hang this up and call Dr. Z. All right, let's try this.
1: Hello.
2: Hello, check. Any yes. better? I bet, I bet, like because this has been happening, I bet it will happen periodically. Yeah, um, me but too. we'll just fight. We'll just fight through it. Hopefully, it'll be fine. Yeah. We haven't had it. We ha- it's never ha- like gotten so bad where we've had to like just stop. Like it always yeah. like will stop. So, uh, Rick, are you good? Are you good to go?
1: Yeah, I don't hear any of the feedback. Well,
2: on the birthday thing, explain that, and then and when Rick talks, it doesn't happen. So we're gonna have Rick talk a lot. So Rick, you explain the birthday thing, and then take the first guess.
1: So what we do for every single guest. It's kind of hard to describe is we guess your birthday. Uh, Mark and I both get two guesses. You cannot tell us, eh, hey, you're close. Just say yes or no. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. okay I'm going to go first. <clears throat> uh, uh, September 9th.
0: Did either of you check Facebook? We did not. See, that? that's a problem. You guys should do recount. Okay, no. No. <laughs> 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 this is we're not, we're not That's
2: cheating. cheating. Um, February twentieth. No. Dang it. April
0: seventh. Are you kidding me?
2: Shut up! It's, it's my, it's my birthday, bro. No,
0: it's <laughs> not. <laughs> April
2: seventh. April seventh. <laughs> no way! No way! No way! I'm hold on. I'm checking this. I'm no check <laughs> Facebook. He just did. He checked I did
0: Facebook. Not. I, did he did not. I, I did not. I'm checking my profile. Did not. No way. So out of like the 200 episodes, is that the first time you ever guessed?
1: No, no, it's the second, and I'm the
0: only one who's ever.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> hold on, hold on. There's no way. <laughs>
1: Hold oh up. man! I am the champion.
2: You're, you're. I'm not seeing your birthday on your Facebook. I'm trying to. I'm trying to, like, <laughs> confirm this.
0: Wow, it? is? Oh, I'm not lying. April 7, nineteen eighty. <laughs> <laughs> All day long, every day.
1: Oh yes! Oh yes!
2: Oh! I cannot <laughs> believe that. That's crazy. Bow. Well, we before had a guy. I'm Rogers we had a guy like a month ago like go yeah yeah yeah, that's it and we all went crazy and he was like no I'm just kidding like
1: I, yeah, yeah, I thought he was kidding
0: <laughs> oh, no, it didn't, it didn't. good for you <laughs> yeah. I was thinking it you know what I was actually I'll take credit for for some telepathic communication because I was
2: thinking it that is I am yes. like that is Rick I got a hand it to you there's no way a two a two nothing lead in this game might as well be like a 50 to nothing, <laughs> fourth quarter lead in a football game. Like, there's no way I'll ever catch you. <laughs> yeah, exactly, at this point. Oh my gosh. Oh, That's incredible.
1: April, what, what I seventh. said 7th? Seventh, seventh. April 7th,
2: seventh. Seventh, 1980. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it! <laughs> okay, okay, before we get too derailed, we could just do another 30 minutes of us laughing and goggling the fact that just I see us you together. just
0: start like this, it's, uh, this is pretty contagious. Oh,
2: right? man, it, like, it's like there's so much suspense every time, and we never get it, and uh, the only time I ever got it, I cheated, and I immediately said that I cheated. <laughs> okay, all right, well, Dr. Z, can we call you Dr. Z? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's best. It is, is it Zelensky? Is that how you say it? Yeah, it is Zelensky. Cool. Um. So you're our age. I mean, he's 1980. I'm 81. Rick is 80. Are you a fan of Tommy Boy, the movie? Uh, well, Zelensky is my name there. From- there we <laughs> go! Yeah. Oh, all right!
1: There Ray, we go. It's spelled we Ray different.
2: Zelensky. <laughs> but Ray Zelensky. Yeah, the guy with really weird hair. Um, is Yeah, uh, the parts. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome.
0: And Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, depending on how you're old, too. His name is Zelensky, oh, too. Oh, right! <laughs> Rick Moranis. Everyone forgets that after Tommy Boy. That is right, man. That's such a great mm-hmm. movie.
2: Um, mm-hmm. Okay, Doctor mm-hmm. Z, get we're gonna we're gonna get into all this stuff. Uh, but first, tell us like kind of cliff notes cliff notes your story. How did you get to where you are today?
0: Like, is this part of the interview?
2: Yeah, <laughs> are we live? We are. We're live. Yeah, we've been right recording on. this whole thing. Um,
0: I was lost, and then I could. I was found. Like seriously, I was just a sick kid. I really was, and sick not like Ronald McDonald House or lupus or anything like that. Crazy cancer. I was just not well, and a lot of infections. And had my annoys taken out, tonsils taken out. Um, just had a lot of anxiety and stress. I had this chronic stammering thing when I was a young kid for like a decade um acne took accutane which is known as a suicide drug coincidentally a few years later started having suicidal thoughts and depressed and aches and pains like i was a wreck man and i started self-medicating I was smoking dope. I was doing heroin. Um, I'm sorry, not heroin actually. Eh, scrap that. Ecstasy, middle laced with heroin. Um, Who's counting? cocaine? I was a wreck, man. Drinking, and I literally found myself having like a spiritual epiphany that really brought me to Christ. And my mentor at the time said, "Look, your body's a temple of the Holy Spirit. You need to take care of it. Like you are absolutely on a train wreck to death. You got to take care of yourself, young man." I was 23 at the time. And I started like diving deep into prayer, meditation, nutrition, exercise, mind-body stuff. A lot of stuff that quite frankly a lot of Christians would even, you know, would call me crazy into looking at to like, you know, a lot of things that a lot of folks take for granted that I was like, look, if it's gonna make me feel good, it's gonna make me well, I'm all about this. And I've been living this way for fifteen years. And I, I, I would call myself actually a modern day hippie. My wife and I are as granola as you get, but we're suburbanites. <laughs> but man, we're total granola. Natural home births. We don't vaccine our kids. We're all about regaining our power, regaining our control, (laughs) growing your own food, making our own stuff. And crazy enough, a lot of folks are like us and they want to learn. And so we have millions, literally like 7 million people a year visit our website and hundreds of thousands of folks online, social media, and our book just flew off the charts and it's just like, wow. So we're just here to help people. We really are because my wife and I really know what it's like, again, to be sick and we know how to get well.
2: Cool. Now you've got. I think what we're going to talk about. What I want to talk about is this essential oils. So we're going to. I'm going to ask you what are essential oils and where they come from. But I will say this: that my wife a few years ago, and I was always the one because I'm the one that's like doing bone broth and like eating crickets and all this stuff. And Rick is like, you know, kind of the the yin yin to my yang uh and all this stuff and uh and so i'm the one who's like doing the crazy stuff and and i'm bringing in like okay we're gonna start drinking raw milk and we're gonna start doing all this stuff and my wife's like you're crazy you're crazy well then she's she brought in like the essential oils (laughs) yeah so i had to be like i had to like okay okay this is your thing you can bring it i'll like this is crazy but i'll like okay this is fine but i swear like the first time like one of our kids got you know like uh, a stomach bug or something and typically would throw up all night you know, throughout the night, for every every like thirty okay. minutes or something, we got essential oils. We rub the bottom of the feet, we do the wrists, we do like diffusing in the room, and then like they don't throw up again. And it's like, huh, that must have been a coincidence. Um, but hmm, and then like the next time it happened again, because and like they work, yeah, yeah. And so like we we use them like Jen, my wife knows like okay, you have this runny nose, we're gonna put this over here and all this stuff, and you've got this and nausea, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna diffuse this. We got diffusers all over the house. What are essential like? What are they? And where do they come from? And like, why are they
0: essential? My story is almost the exact same. I mean, when when I started my health journey, I did not know at all. I never heard of essential oils, and it was nutrition, really, and exercise, and mind body, and positive thinking that really brought me to be healed, like completely free of all my addictions, got me back on track with my health, no aches and pains, and all that stuff. And it was my wife who introduced me to them. And I got to say. Most people that are into health, and this is statistically speaking across the board, most are women. And I'll tell you, women are the average health consumer out there. Men aren't there. And when it comes to scent, women are more in tune with smell yeah. than men. Oh yeah. And by Definitely. far. And they're in tune. Their their senses are more in tune. And so with that said, um, I think there's something innately you know we can talk a little bit like the healer of the home concept but bottom line is that our ancestors have been using essential oils forever and essential oils are volatile organic compounds they are the plant based compounds that are in the lavender and the rose and the vetiver and the frankincense and all the things you might hear about that really give these roots and the bark and the resins and the leaves healing properties now you could take an herb and you have a lot of healing properties in the herb like in its Whole form, but it literally takes like 23 bags of peppermint tea to equal one drop of peppermint oil. And it's basically just super concentrated. So imagine like orange juice concentrate. That's kind of what essential oils are um, in its very pure, healthy form.
2: So, yeah, that's one thing that if you haven't ever used them, like if you, they say that you need to dilute it or what's like use coconut oil
0: to. To be like a base layer or something?
2: like what, yeah. what's it called?
0: I'm so glad you mentioned that because, again, just like going back to that peppermint example, I mean, it, it takes dozens of pounds of peppermint just to get a little itty-bitty bottle of peppermint oil. Like, like, just imagine 10, 15, 20, what, 30 pounds of peppermint leaves just to get one little bottle right. that has about 250 drops. So you're not going to walk into, like, a peppermint, um, field and right. see a, a gar a, a pool of peppermint oil. And so here's the thing about it. Again, I'm as natural in granola as you get when it comes to essential oils. They are truly natural, but they're they're um, super man made. I mean, like yeah. I don't know what else to say. They're absolutely um, processed and. That's not a bad thing, you know, because yeah. you have to steam distill them. So, yeah, they're because of that, they're unbelievably concentrated. And I don't really believe, and research has suggested this, that our bodies are not designed by God to interact with these things straight slash neat or undiluted. I mean, people have chemical burns from putting, like, oregano oil on their skin, and, you know, you'd be surprised what people do with essential oils. I actually have—I know of someone who literally put a drop of tea tree in their eyeball because they had pink eye, and they heard that it's, like, antifungal, so let me put a drop of tea tree. Like, literally, I know someone that did that, and thank God he had the wherewithal of washing it off with coconut oil because that's one thing— Coconut oil helps wash. So essential oils are neither essential, and they're neither oils. Think about that. They're neither oils either. They're essential nutrients are vitamins, minerals, fats, proteins, carbs. You need those to live. Essential oils are actually known as bioactive compounds. They, according to research, and this is in our upcoming book, so it's fresh in my mind. I just handed the manuscript to my publisher. Bioactive compounds are not necessary for life, but they're absolutely necessary for robust health. And if someone doesn't have a diet full of bioactive compounds, which we all know and love as antioxidants, polyphenols, AKA also known as essential oils, phytochemicals, you're just going to barely kind of skimp on through without like a thriving, healthy life. But yeah, you might be alive because you have your proteins and carbs and vitamin C, but you're not like thriving. And that's what essential oils do They They offer you that aspect where it just make life better in so many ways.
2: So I'm going to make a statement and I want you to, to, uh, respond to the statement i'm not saying uh w- one way or another that i think a certain way i'm just gonna make a statement so uh, because we live in a society that has a lot of unnatural things things that our body is not designed to be exposed to artificial light after dark you know the all the emf stuff you've got all these crazy like flavors and all that because of that it is like it is okay to to battle that or, or, or sort of counteract that with some healthy things that aren't necessarily designed, uh, or, or our bodies aren't necessarily to be designed to be exposed to.
0: Uh, within reason, again, yeah. using essential oils in in the right way, diluting right. them. Right. It's like two wrongs don't make a right. 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 All right. So if you're gonna, okay, I mean, really, basically, if you're gonna like wash your car with like Clorox bleach without gloves on and then pour like oregano oil on your hands to help (laughs) clean that you are just kind of like go to the hospital because you're going to like burn your skin right 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 so don't read yeah don't don't think y'all and i gotta say if i'm that guy if one's good 10's great like i'm that guy right but in essential oils that doesn't work like that if one drops good one drops good not 20 yeah um so with that said just just bring it back to home, like y'all, here's the thing. Like, think about what our ancestors did. Our ancestors used a lot of extracts and herbal salves and whole form herbs. Steam distillation wasn't invented till 9th century AD by Arab, by Arab alchemists. So we know for sure that our first and second B- century BC ancestors didn't have essential oils like we do. With, right. they just didn't exist. Right. They had their own versions of it. and And so, for herbalism, it's really easy to make an herbal extract. You get like a mason jar, you fill it up with rosemary leaves and then you, you put some olive oil in it. You let that soak for two weeks. Yeah. You have this nice oily extract that has some minute amount of essential oil and that's what our ancestors did. Huh. So, well, we do have the benefit of science so we can counteract. So to your point, yeah, I'd much rather use oregano than, than an antibiotic yeah. any day of the week, but still I want to use safety? Because this is truly medicine. Like we literally have people, that we know people and we help people that are using essential oils to like balance their blood sugar, blood glucose, like treat tumors, cancer, brain tumors and stuff. So yeah. like that's where I'm at. Like, OK, let's let's give this a little bit of seriousness before we just use it willy nilly. So, yeah, let's well, I want to I, I
2: want to I feel like if I, I'm about to go down a path, it might not. We need like two hours to go down the path that I'm about to go down to. So let me stick to the let me stick to the bullet points. Let's talk about this. What is the seven-point health balance checklist, and why is this self-care step important for all of us?
0: So one thing I want people to recognize is that I'm convinced, I really am, that, that we are just multifaceted people that have a spiritual life, a physical component to our life, a mental and emotional, financial. And then there's this work piece and this social piece, right? We have seven different aspects of our life. And if any one of those, I call them like buckets, if any one of those buckets are empty or less than another, we're going to be out of balance. And a lot of folks don't realize that, yeah, you might have a six pack body. You might look like that typical celebrity that everyone fawns over, but you know what what are your relationships like like are you on the verge of a divorce or a breakup like are you are you battling insomnia like do you deal with gut issues i mean are you broke can you not like pay your bills i mean all these different aspects if one you're only as strong as your weakest link right so one thing that we try to do is we really try people we try to help people um, experience an abundant life and that and, and that really means you got to work on every aspect and and i literally have found that using natural therapies like essential oils can help you like literally every aspect of the way. And I remember using essential oils when I was in corporate America, like managing a bank. I remember having spritzers and sprays to help me because it was a very stressful job. I mean, I remember coping and managing stress using like natural therapies. I didn't go to the bar afterwards to get lit like I used to just to manage a stressful day. I would like use lavender and ylang-ylang and and Roman chamomile. and like Yeah, like can essential oils help you on your job? Yeah. Can essential oils help you financially? Well, if you're treating disease and preventing disease and not getting sick, uh, yeah, because I haven't been like to the medical doctor in years. I mean, my medical bills are like zero. And, you know, for us we even we even like circumvent the insurance model because we we're part of a medshare program i mean we only pay like 450 bucks a month for a family of 6 for our like quote medical premium. I don't know anyone that can have that for like typical Aetna. So anyway, we have a way of life and we call it the essential oil way of life because it really exemplifies everything that we do from saving money to making our DIY or trying to help our kids boost their like, you know, mental capacity at school. So we use like cool special concoctions that stimulate memory and give them good joy and boost their mood, you know? So it's really a step-by-step-by-step holistic approach, and we have found that really at the core are essential oils.
2: Yeah, yeah, and and, and just, I mean, you mentioned antibiotics and oregano a minute ago, and, like, you know, I think and even the CDC has come out recently and said, antibiotics have been over-prescribed, like, we get it, sorry, like, we made a mistake, like, doctors would just say, like, yeah, give them a pack. we don't know what it is, but just give them an antibiotic. And they've discovered, like now, that like that just completely depletes your gut biome, and it actually probably does more harm than good when you use them when they're not needed. But like the conventional wisdom is, I'll have a runny nose, get a Z pack, and then I'm going to be fine. But it's like the law of averages kind of deal, where like you're probably gonna get better anyway because your body's immune system is gonna is gonna work. So like my son, you know, had an ear infection, was prescribed an antibiotic by the PA, and I texted the doctor, who's a friend of mine, who's who's like kind of coming around on this stuff. And I was like, hey, can we just like, do I need to give him the, these antibiotics, like, or can I, we just like wait a couple of days. And just like see what happens. And he said, wait a couple of days. And yep, a day exactly. later, his ear was fine. And I, like Jen, my, my wife, just like earlier tonight was like, well, we had this, this like full bottle of or pills of uh, amoxicillin or something. And I was like, good. I was like, it's worth like the whatever it costs, you know, that that his, we didn't like deplete his immune system anymore. Now, there is a place for antibiotics. Like you have bacterial yeah. stuff. Like obviously, like they're amazing. It's just like in the same way that you know like there's brain surgery and there's like we can reattach arms and stuff like medical intervention is obviously necessary in certain cases but we've just gotten where like we'll just blanket uh, a certain treatment for just everything and sometimes that
0: can be more harmful than good yeah i i i'll you know i'll agree to a point where when i got into an an argument with my car door eight stitches later yeah. you know <laughs> like howling at the moon and on on some birch Tree and, and putting lavender wasn't going to heal my <laughs> gaping wound in my head. <laughs> right. But I'll tell you, though, I'll say, like, I, I want to point out one thing. Um, when it comes to antibiotics, man, we got to remember before 1940s, 45, when the antibiotic was invented, combat medicine used to be essential oils. I mean, they on the front lines in World War One, World War Two, medics had like lavender and oregano and thyme and tea tree in their medicine kits. Wow. Like that's what they treated. So, you know, the difference is, and this is, this will blow your mind for people that are really interested in how the body works in cellular biology is that you know, the antibiotic is very similar to the chemotherapy approach. It's just like a nuclear right, bomb. Right, it kills right. everything. Yeah, yeah. Where essential oils, they have what's known as cell selectivity. And and again, we don't understand why. I think I understand, at least remotely, that it's just innate. It's just, you know, how our bodies were designed by God to interact with nature. But I do know that the cells on our body have receptors. Our brain, the neurons have receptors for what's out there in nature. When you have something that's synthetic, it's like trying to unlock a a, a door with a with a key that's missing a tooth. Right. Yeah, the key can fit into the lock, but when you try to turn right. it, it won't open it. And that's what these synthetic chemicals do. They mimic the nature. They mimic the chemicals in nature, but it's like, ah, I can't open up the door. And that causes like a literal physical insult to the brain, to the body, to the cells. And so people don't read. Really Realize what we're doing with these synthetic chemicals including antibiotics and a lot of drugs we're putting a metabolic burden on our body. It's why so many people are overweight and they don't even realize it like more people are overweight and they don't have a bad diet it's not right. about food anymore it's about toxins right it's like that it, like you mentioned EMF like we haven't even even we have not even like under, under, we don't even know what's gonna happen when five or six or seven G come out like we're clueless right. but at this point You know, let's keep on shoving GMOs at people. Let's keep on shoving these phthalates and these chemicals and these sodium lauryl sulfates and all these chemicals, these synthetic fragrances, which I'm telling you, have been linked to autoimmunity, cancer, dementia, Alzheimer's. Like, we wonder why so many kids have autism. And so, at the end of the day, we have something that's in nature, and we have something that's man-made. What's man-made is a lot cheaper. It's quicker to be mass-produced. So, hey, people like smell. And you know what? I'm going to blow your mind with something, too, because it blew my mind. It blows everyone's mind when I tell it to them. A friend of mine, he owns a company called My Green Fills, and anyone that's looking for a non- toxic laundry solution, it's it. Like 100% pure laundry. It's really cool. It has a whole subscription model and all that cool stuff. His name is Steven. And Steven was telling me, he actually interviewed like, I forget, a dozen or two people. And he interviewed these people and did like a test. He gave them two sets of rags. One rag that was absolutely filthy. Like literally, he said it was the dirtiest rag they could get. They got a rag and they cleaned their car engine with it. And it was just absolutely filthy, but they made it smell like, like whatever ever. Absolutely (laughs) clean as possible, but it was still physically dirty. And then they had a clean rag, absolutely the cleanest white you could ever get with no scent whatsoever. And they gave these two rags to people and they said, which one's cleaner to you? And like the resounding choice was the absolute dirty rag that smelled nice. That's where we're at. We're at a position where people are drawn by their smell. And you got to think, and this is not to be stereotypical, but most people shopping, especially couples, I know me, I don't, I'm not shopping at the, in the store getting cleaner. My wife is like, right. my wife yeah. is the queen of the castle here. And she's, she doesn't even, I'm not even allowed to do laundry by the way. I, <laughs> I messed me up one load. Ah, I put one. One red sock. I had all the whites, pink. I'm done. By Str- the way, if you're married, um, that's a good tip. Never do laundry S-
2: Strategic incompetence is what that's <laughs> <It> called. <was. laughs>
0: yeah. um, so anyway, so we're at this point where marketing experts realize our weaknesses, weaknesses and our strengths, and they're capitalizing on our desire. And dare I even say lust? For smell, we are obsessed with smell in our society. And guess what? A lot of folks don't realize that to produce these smells the way that they do, they're really mimicking what's out in their nature, but they're synthetic. And those synthetics are causing a lot of problems to our neurological system and our body. And so, again, why do we do what we do? We're just trying to get people just to clean up their act help their environment get a little cleaner. And literally, next thing you know, you start sleeping better. Next thing you know, you're like sex drive, like skyrockets. Next thing you know, you start getting a better appetite. You're not you're not like angry and, and bitter at the world. And it's like right. literally you just detox your life from the true inside out and things just seem better. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's kind of how it works.
2: My if, if I'm ever at a store like Target or Walmart or like one of these stores that we're in and I can't find my wife – I just go to like the the uh cleaner like the laundry cleaner aisle like the <laughs> where the candles and the things are right cuz she's just there like like she's like obsessed with the smells like she, and you know like you said women are like more especially pregnant women holy crap pregnant women can smell they're like superheroes with their smell it's Aww. unbelievable um well let, let's talk about um I read in uh, New York Times released That's something actually, actually. I had a uh, conversation with a guy. Sorry, this echo is really bothering me. um, About placebo, Um, and and like this this one guy that I talked to is like everything is placebo. Tylenol is placebo. Everything's placebo. What like what can you tell about the placebo effect? And like, is it if it works, does it matter what the what how it works? If if your brain like how how much power does your brain have in all this?
0: I love placebo. I mean, if I can if I can change my matter by by my, by my beliefs, how is that a bad thing? Exactly. Yeah. Now, here's the opposite though. Nocebo is just as powerful as placebo. You know what that is, right? What is that like where you don't believe it can work? Or the opposite when the doctor, sure. the oncologist tells you you have 3 months to live. Right. Guess what? You have 3 months to live or less. If, yeah. If yeah. you believe it, you're going to manifest mm-hmm. it. And I'm telling you something this is where again this is this is absolutely proven in research about how the power of the mind and I actually have an article on my website about the power of positive thinking mm-hmm. that has literally been linked and not the power of only the positive thinking but the power of prayer the positive med- the power of meditation the power of faith and belief that we we are untapped like and, and there are some people that do some crazy stuff and I'm not talking like walking on fire and crazy stuff like that, like walking on glass. Cause you think you can and do because people do, but we, we are untapped. Like, I mean, literally I believe I'm made in the image of God. And if I believe that God is all powerful, all knowing, like, don't you think I can tap into some of that? Like right. in a good way, yeah. you know? And so for, for our, uh, all the people out there who have like a theist perspective, just realize like you have like the power of God within you to create life. And the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. So if you speak, I'm sick, I'm I'm I don't feel good all the time. I'm anxious. I'm depressed. I'm depressed. I'm no, no, you're not depressed. Don't say I have depression. Don't internalize it. Don't don't personal pronoun it. You say, you know, I'm battling some depression. That's a much different than saying, I have depression. I am depressed. So, you know what? I'm overcoming depression right. or I'm believing, I'm believing for healing. I mean, there, there's a way where we start to think, we start to change our speech, but people, if you talk to someone, and this is something that really breaks my heart, people that are sick, they just like, I have this, I have this, I have this, I have this. And they just like give you their litanies that I am and I have, and you're trying to like sift through all that. Like, well, who are you? I mean, are you, so you're, you're saying you are depression, you are cancer, you are autoimmunity, you're Hashimoto's. I mean, what's your real name? And so when people think about that, like who, what's your identity? And so all this is part of placebo, no no placebo. So at the end of the day, I will tell you flat out, like it is proven. And that's, it's in my book, my, my book, we have hundreds, like, I don't, I forget, like 350 or 400 peer reviewed scientific references about the, the physiological changes that that essential oils will cause the body to undergo. I mean, everything from literally triggering serotonin to being produced dopamine to give you happy feelings to like smelling lime and grapefruit and having your body literally start to trigger lipolysis, like fat breakdown. Yes. I just said, if you smell lemon and lime and grapefruit and anything rich in D limonene, which is a chemical in citrus oils, your body will start to burn fat. Now I'm not saying it's going to cause you to like lose hundred pounds you will lose some weight just by smelling certain things. Like that's proven.
1: Is that scientifically 100%. validated? Like it's, yeah. By by where?
0: Like Curious. Like research, like peer review research, animal studies, human trials. It, it it triggers the brain because you gotta understand this power of smell. When you smell something, when, when a volatile organic compound, which is something that you literally can't see, but it's physical. Like when I open up a bottle of essential oils twenty feet away from you, within seconds you smell it. It's because particles are being emitted. They evaporate out of the bottle. They the air permeation, go into your nose, trigger your nose, the nerve cells. Tell your brain what's happening. And there's a synapse that happens at the limbic system, your primal brain, where your mood, your emotions, your memory are like, and this is like primal first aspect of our brain at the deepest, mm-hmm. who we are as humans. Right. That's everything. That's why a smell can bring you back to literally a euphoric moment to something where you had trauma. Like you don't, people don't even realize what smell can do for them until they encounter smell that could trigger again, anxiety and stress, or A great moment. Like some people, when they smell like Thanksgiving dinner, they go back to grandma and having a great memory of family get togethers and things like that. They literally get back to there. The, the physiology, the mood, the emotions, the, the imprint that happened at the moment when they smelled something will come back. The brain has that memory and there's a power. There's an extreme power of how to heal from trauma and also to be careful Because people need to realize if you're smelling something and if it causes you agitation, there might be a reason why. And and this is something I've worked and I've talked – and I actually have interviewed because I've hosted a couple telesummits on this. I've interviewed aromatherapists who work with grief and mourning victims and also one aromatherapist specifically who works um, with sex trafficking victims. And she's very careful because – For women specifically that have been abused. And a lot of women, you know, of course, they're always wearing something. I mean, much more than men. They're always smelling bath and body works. Like women have so many different scents on them, from perfume to lipsticks to all the stuff. All that stuff has smell to it that she found that she could really trigger something negative really quickly. In a woman, by using certain sense, if the woman isn't aware of her body and aware of what happened, and it brings a it brings a girl back to two years old being molested,
2: oh, geez, or yeah. five
0: years old or something. And so she's like, "I'm very cautious working with these women because you never know what can trigger something right. back." But on the flip side. For someone that's going through emotional recall healing and and the, the therapist is trained in aromatherapy, that scent, that aroma that they're using during their recall healing can be an anchor for them in the future when they have a relapse or something. So imagine right now where maybe you're battling depression and you go through a therapist and maybe that therapist is diffusing, let's say, orange oil, which is a known proven antidepressant. Maybe five years down the line when you start to maybe something happens and maybe depression triggers, you smell orange sure. oil. It can you back to when you're getting your healing with your therapist and it'll retrigger that imprint and now you can feel better sure. it's It's literally that powerful
2: right, man, well, doctor, this has been awesome. No. we're We're coming up on time, but before we in, before we uh, uh, run out of time, promote yourself. Tell everybody where to find you what tell tell everybody about your book, all that good stuff.
0: Ah, oh, thanks, man. Um, you can find me at naturallivingfamily dot com. You could find my book at healingpowerofessentialoils.com. dot com. It's available everywhere. I mean, everywhere books are sold. Healing Power of Essential Oils, and I got a sweet gift for people that buy the book. If you go to Oils dot com, my wife. And I recorded about three hours with a video where we show you how to make a lot of the recipes, including everything from our tea tree dish soap to our cancer fighting roll on, all kinds of things in between because uh, we just want to help you, really help you because awesome. sometimes, you know, a book needs a little more explanation and that's where we did the video so join the tribe sign up for the free bonus, check out our website and thanks guys, I really appreciate the opportunity to being on.
2: Awesome, Dr. Z this has been great, I'm glad that the reverb uh, it, it wasn't too bad it, it did kind of, it, it reared its ugly head a few times but uh, nothing that we can't couldn't power through so really appreciate your time, this has been awesome, it's been an honor been to have you on the show fun. and I will email your sure. your peeps whenever uh, we release it. It'll probably be uh, this coming Friday, if not the following Monday. Thanks, guys.
0: Really appreciate Perfect. the opportunity.
2: Thanks, Doctor Z. Yeah. All right.
0: Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye
2: bye. All right, Rick. We're gonna do this other one. We're gonna do tell about your most idiotic moment. And I have. Can I? will tell you mine, and then that might spur you to okay. to think of one. Okay. And this is one that I don't think I have told on the show either. And I, because i I think I'm. It's embarrassing.
0: Okay. Okay.
2: So before like now bragging montage, I put everything on my like cash rewards credit card. <laughs> <laughs> everything. Bragging montage. Bragging montage. And and then like I just pay it off. Like every time I check like I log into my bank, say, like account like online, if just like every 3 or 4 days, I just I'm, I just go in and pay it all off to zero, right? Like I never I never incur any like interest charges because I just pay it off and I get like the cash rewards yeah. card. You get tons of money for doing that.
1: We we, we put literally like almost every single Everything. thing on our Discover card and we use the cash back to pay for Christmas presents. Yeah. They're free. Every right. year.
2: Yeah. It's in like it's crazy. So before I started doing that, the only time I ever used a credit card was like when I when I worked at a <laughs> hospital. And I had a credit card and like when I was traveling or something, I would use it like on the road. You know what I mean? Like that, that kind of thing. So maybe the first few times that I used this company credit card, I was, I was nearby the hospital and I would put the credit card in and it would, it would say, please remove card. And it would say, enter zip code.
1: <laughs> you actually did tell this story like,
2: okay. like
1: hundred shows ago, but I think about this every time.
2: <laughs> so for those of you that don't remember, I'll tell it very quickly. So, I would enter the zip code that I was in, which was seven nine six oh one, which just was which just happened to also be the billing zip code of the credit card, which I didn't correlate right so like I would be in like I would be on the road, I'd go to these recruiting events, I was a- physician recruiter, I'd be in Chicago or New York, and I'd use this card for something like for gas in my rental or whatever, and it would say, "You know, please enter zip code, and I'd be in Chicago, and I'd be like I don't know the zip code." Why why would they why would they need another zip code? Like that's ridiculous. So like one time like I I pushed a little button to talk to the attendant, you know, I'm like, like he's like, "Uh, can I help you, sir?" Yeah, what's the zip code? Uh uh, uh th- 3 uh 36412, sir. Thanks. So like I put that in 36412. I'm sorry, your card is, oh, come on, you know, like, like get all mad and like have to use my personal card, you know, like my debit card and get reimbursed. And it wasn't until like I started using my credit card like all the time that I was like, oh, that's the, that's the billing zip code. Of course it is. Oh, my gosh. It happened like five or six times and I just got infuriatingly mad. How am
1: I supposed to know the zip code of QT in Tulsa, Oklahoma? Right.
2: <laughs> okay, so do you have something like that?
1: Uh, my f- – uh, god, I've got about a 50-way tie for most embarrassing moments. I will go with this. So uh, many of you podcast listeners know that uh, before my current career as a uh, policeman, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a Bobby, like walking around <laughs> trying to find Jack the Ripper. Uh, I went to college to become a journalist. I worked in television for a couple of years. And uh, <laughs> our sports director had gone to San Antonio for Cowboys camp.
2: Oh, this, no, this- his
1: name was Gary. And my job literally at the six o'clock news and the 10 o'clock news was to get on and be like, all right, we got Gary live from Cowboys camp. Gary, take it away. And
2: then you would sit and there for four minutes. And I'd minute. be
1: silent for four minutes. And then he'd be like, all right, Rick, back to you. And I'd be like, all right, guys, what's the weather look like this weekend? <laughs> it was the easiest job ever. Well, I don't know, like, what he was trying to say. But one time. uh, I was like, he was tossing it back to me at the end of his report from Cowboys camp, and he said, and he was, you know, had a big, gruff voice, and he smoked a lot of cigarettes, and he's like, are you, Rick? Uh, are you gay? And it sounded exactly like he said, Rick, are you gay? And we have, and we have to have
2: rec- rec- like, rec- this video <laughs> on our Facebook page. <laughs> So, do like, you really? Or, yeah, like you you posted it, like, or maybe okay. I did, like years ago. Two or three years ago, maybe. So if you want to spend some time scrolling says, back.
1: And it, whatever it says sounds like, Rick, are you gay? My eyes get really wide, and I'm like, what? And the other news guys at the desk, they all thought he said the same thing. It was the most... It just—it made no sense within the context at all whatsoever. And it,
2: <laughs> <laughs> hold on, I'm gonna try.
1: Yeah, you've got to find that. I tried to get it from Susan several years ago. No, we have it.
2: Like I have it. Um, it's we—it's okay. um, on our Facebook page. But like, it's been so long. So let me see.
1: Find it now.
2: Okay, hang on. If we're quiet in there, we don't make a whole lot of noise. Then we can see. What is this? Well, we couldn't find it, Rick.
1: Why don't you spend some time doing some research next week? Or this I'll week.
2: find it. I think it's on my YouTube. I just spent a lot of time digging through our... I mean, we're back to like... I, got, I made it all the way down to like... Hold on, let this load. July 18th of 2016.
1: Hmm, that's a while.
2: Where we, Where I will read a review... That says my love for this podcast can't be contained. Five stars, much sure. like diarrhea. <laughs> okay, well, we couldn't find it. But next week we have Jason Side, the great Jason Side, um, and then we've got we're booked out. We're not going to have like the shows the last three weeks of the year, just because it's Christmas. And all that jazz uh, but we have um, we're booked out for the year what do you think about that
1: I think that's terrific we have some good,
2: good guests we do have some great guests coming up some great okay. guests hey, guests yeah. a- yeah, uh, so we will uh, thank you for listening to this, of this <laughs> <laughs> to <the human> <laughs> that's going to do it with <laughs> <for> this edition <laughs> oh, wait wait I just... I, there's of YouTube videos that I just put scroll past. A squirrel! No, no. no. So gross. No, no, no. Okay, that's going to do it for this edition. Send me my guest.
1: <laughs> and <Can't> remember, <laughs> your rotten egg fart in your parents' house when we were in the high school... when we were in high school on the <laughs> fold-out <cast. laughs>
2: So until next time, it's, it's um. yourself.